Are you a business owner looking for real advice and input? You're in the right place. From concept to launch to growth, funding and beyond. Welcome to Startup Hustle with your hosts. One once sold a business for $150 million. The other, the author of Million Dollar Bedroom. Here are your hosts of Startup Hustle, Matt DeCorsi and Matt Watson. And we're back. Another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCorsi here with Matt Watson. Hi, Matt. What's going on, man? I'm I'm thinking about setting some new goals for our podcast. Yeah, okay. Well, I think we should probably talk about that, but let's not just set goals. Let's make them happen. Well, the first goal is just for it to not suck. The second goal Fail. is to have more than four listeners. Fail. Including a guy who usually listens in the shower for some reason, which is really weird. Failure. Can we also um, make some kind of money from this? No. I mean, this is like... Is this like episode 103 or something? I don't know where it is, man. It's something up there. And here's the thing, man. Um, You get paid from knowing. I get hugs and kisses or something? Knowing that you're helping the entrepreneurial community and that you're shining a spotlight on those of us in Kansas City. I don't even get paid in hugs and kisses. (laughs) If you're listening to this, make sure to tune in. And join us on the Start and Hustle Chat on Facebook, where I will give Matt a hug. Um, actually, by the time anyone hears this, we will have already posted the video of your dance lesson. Whoop, 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 yeah. whoop. See, that's what your true reward is in the My things dance that you learn. Um, you know, well, actually, we talk about some goals, and that, that's the topic of this episode is setting goals and making them happen. Um, you know, we did just kind of race past episode 100 we actually recently set some goals for publishing the podcast and we've actually done a better job of doing it so um you know we realized that we used to do this a lot and then we didn't do it and then we did do it and then we sometimes did it and now we're doing it regularly and that's actually a good example of trying to just kind of meet your own mark um setting goals is a very popular topic and it's i believe it's really important there's a lot of numbers and statistics out there that literally say, so Matt, do you write down your goals at all? Um, for my personal or for work? Any. Um, I mean, we have work goals as far as like, I think that was, really a, that, was a, that was a yes or a no. For some basic stuff for yeah. work. Yes. For personal. I don't really have personal goals. No, you don't have personal goals at no, all. I oh, really. Okay. I do. Um, I probably should have brought some in and I did actually like, so I, for example, right at the, uh, first of the year, I, you know, you've seen the black notebook that I take notes in sometimes effectively, sometimes not, but I did, I wrote down a bunch of goals. I did personal, professional, and physical, you know, since some of them were longer, like the professional goals were like pages. I do have one goal. I want to lose 10 pounds. There you go. And that's a good example. Now, um, the, but there are statistics that prove that the active, when you write down your goals, they, you, apparently your level of, uh, your level of success when it comes to achieving them is much higher and it's really interesting. So, but anyway, um, you know, why do you think having goals is important? Well, if I think for what you said, it, it gives you, um, a little, a little more motivation and you're more likely to do it. You're more aware of what you're trying to accomplish. Um, 
you know, kind of gives you a, a guiding light to aim for. So I, I think, like as you said, anybody who has goals is more likely to actually do some shit, whatever the stuff is. Yeah, but and that reinforcement of what you're shooting for. So do you know what the theory is as to why writing them down uh, creates a level of effectiveness opposed to not? I just admitting that you actually have goals. There, well, yeah, on, <laughs> is that the first step? Yeah, there's a whole lot of people in my family that don't have any goals. Well, there's some, and, <laughs> and and some, and on some level, yes, that is correct. So the theory is that, and you know, I've said this before, something magical happens between your head and your hand. But apparently, the psychology behind it is actually writing it down makes it real. It's like it, it, it exists or something like I, you know, and I usually just write write down all the things I need to do that I will never get done. Right. Right. Well, so we're, we're talking about goals right now, like more on a personal level, but in your business and your startup and whatever, this is also really good for a team because you got to know what you're shooting for. Right. Yeah. So we at Stackify, we definitely have company goals. We have revenue like forecast and like, you know, last year we grew revenue 80%. So this year our goal is to grow 80 to hundred percent. Sure. And we have, you know, kind of mapped out month by month. We have a hiring plan. Do you guys time our sales that? team? Like, yeah. And our sales team okay. has goals month by month. What we're trying to do, we're going to hire another salesperson in four months. Da, 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 da. We have all those things mapped out. We also use, uh, OKRs. So OKRs. It's an OKR. Um, I don't even remember. I just oh, know the acronym. Acronym. Failure. I know acronym failure but i can't wait each, for the next acronym episode by the way we've got so many to add each of our directors have okrs for their team which could yeah. be like one of them was like x percentage of people who install our software buy we're trying to get that percentage from one percentage to a little higher percentage sure right? that's one of the okrs for the quarter so, so when like you guys quarterly review, goals when you guys review those do you clearly state and define we're ahead of pace we're yeah. behind pace yeah so and, and every when you're behind do you talk about what you need to do to yeah. get back up so to we speed? have weekly management meetings and so we track all of our okrs and all that stuff in a program called 15.5 yeah, which is a really cool that, right? program for like one-on-ones with your employees and their their own personal goals but then we have team goals company goals and it creates some cool little dashboards but and some of them can be like oh we need to ship support for .NET Core, whatever, like whatever project is. And the goal can be like, yes or no, you did it or you didn't. But then some of them were like percentage, like, oh, we're 50% along the way, or they can be more just a numeric like revenue or something. So it supports all those different things. And yeah, we, we definitely use them. And usually every week we don't go through all of them, but we basically say, hey, is everybody, how's everybody doing on their OKRs? Or, you know, are there ones that we're really lagging on that, you know, we need to put some more effort in. Do we need to talk about any of them? Blah, 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 that kind of stuff. Okay. So yeah, each each of our directors sets their own goals per their department, per their teams. Well, that's good. That's probably why you guys are winning. Well, we're trying. And you wrote them down. You're putting yeah. the theory out. We're trying. Yeah. So we have a whole bunch of notes here about how do you start? How do you decide what a goal is? Um, and, you know, I I have some of my own style of, you know, achievement, uh, measurement and some tips that I might pepper in here. But, you know, first off you got to decide, you know, like, you know, think of something you want, something you want to do, or maybe something you don't want to do anymore. And I like that one. Yeah. 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 Sometimes quitting stuff is like, and, and we'll talk about that in a second, but that's, it's key, you know, and it, and, 
And here's the thing. It doesn't really matter what that goal is. It just needs to be something like you want to do. I think too many people get centric around like, I mean, a goal could be like, hey, I want to learn how to speak French. We? Oui? What does that even mean in French? Yes? Is that a yes? I don't know. I think it means we. We're not talking about your we, we. I'm not. <sighs> my goal is to never again hear my we, we mentioned on this. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, it, 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 it also goals don't have to necessarily be centric around you. They can also be centric around other people. Like one of my goals this year when it came, so like I said, I, you know, I, I kind of take my own, I look at the three P's, personal, professional, and physical. I believe they're all tied together. And from one of my personal goals was to make sure that I always spent time with my kids. Like, and I've been good at that. And then on some days it's still tough. And I try to remind myself, like, for example, like between I get home around five o'clock, my kids go to bed around eight, you know, like that's, that's the sweet spot for me to really do stuff. Yeah. And then sometimes too, like this morning, even though I was on time to the recording of the podcast, I technically might not have been on time to work because I didn't get here until like 10, 20, but my kids were home. It was Thursday. It's not the day they, it's not the day that my daughter goes to school and they were both there. So I hung out with them a little bit and, you know, that still satisfies that goal. So you got to decide what you're wanting to do, but let's talk for a second about the things you don't do, you know, or things you shouldn't do. And a lot of those can have a big effect. Like, I mean, my goal is to delegate and not do things. I've noticed. Does that count as a goal? Yeah. But you delegating me to host the podcast by myself, not effective. Uh, I know you're like, well, why don't you go do it? You told me to write down my goals. I know. But, <laughs> but, and that's another thing too, is goals need to be within a reasonable context of achievement, you know, like, um, so going to the moon, is not well, a good goal. I don't know any day anymore these days. It might be. What about getting a Lambo? That's within reason. Okay. Sure. But um, maybe making a trillion dollars this year is not. Four comma club, baby. Here we go. Yeah, I know. Sandy really ruined that for us, didn't he? But, you know, goals can be as much about about what you want to do and also about what you don't want to do. I think common goals related to uh, um, not, you know, people like, I want to quit smoking. I want to do this. I don't want to do that. And, you know, all those have can actually have a dramatic effect on the things you want to do. Because, for example, if you say, oh, I don't want to drink so much. Yeah. Well, if you get drunk all the time, you're probably not going to have the well, energy, and I, motivation, and all that other stuff. Goals are a nice feedback loop for your personal self or for your business where it's like you set a goal, you achieve it, you feel great about yourself or your team feels great, and you set the next goal. And it um, it seems like in sales, the goals always move. Like you, Everybody busts their ass and they meet some goal, and then the next thing you do, the management says, okay, we're going to increase that by 50%. Good yeah. luck. Do it next quarter. But that's a, but that's, <laughs> it's like but a that's never a problem. Ending. It can't be like if you if your goals aren't reasonable and they're not attainable, then people just begin to not take them seriously. You know, that'd be like, I mean, would I love to make a trillion dollars? Sure. But I mean, the things that need, okay, so I would have to open a thousand unicorn companies this year and exit them. There's just not really a realistic possibility. Maybe half that. But, you know, my point is, is like, if you don't, be, if you come into the goal, just immediately believing that it's not going to happen, it's not, it, forget about it. It's not a realistic goal. So where do you start with these goals? As far as like, like what's the first step in figuring out what they are? Yeah. Write how them do down. Come, how do we come up with them? Just write a whole bunch of shit down. 
like a bunch of it. Like don't even like anything that is a goal that you might want to accomplish in your personal profession or, or physical life. Be a better husband, be a better father. Kind of, you know, don't work so much, work more. Uh, don't spend money on this, save a hundred dollars a week, you know, blah, blah, blah. Go to the gym, take a walk. You know, so many different yeah. things can, can be relevant. So, so the key is decide that you want to have goals, start writing them down. Right. And then ultimately what you're going to have to do is rank them. Yeah. I mean, you can't have 20 goals. Well, you can, you can, but, you can, but, but you, you've got to decide, okay, these are the three I'm really going to focus on. Yeah. And you know, so here's the, th- so you talk about that and people, you know, one of the things, any, anything you're saying as to why you can't achieve a goal is, is you just trying to make an excuse for why it's not going to happen? I mean, so if you look at Stackify as an example, we have one company goal, increase revenue, right? Yeah. Everything else is in support of that. So we right. have these other goals, okay, like reducing customer churn, yeah. increasing the average customer spend, increasing conversion rate, launching, launching these new product features, setting more appointments, getting more demos, getting more leads. We have all of these goals, but so they all are in service of one bigger goal. So that's another, that's another method of setting goals. You can, okay. So, you know, this, you, know, you got to eat the elephant one bite at a time with but, a lot of lions. So it, yeah. Or start with the tail. And so you look at like, <laughs> you start look at the goal. You say, well, we want, okay, I know we need to cr- increase our revenue and now you can work backwards. You yeah. put that at the top mm-hmm. of, you're talking about writing it down. You put that at the top of the page and then below it, you write down all the possible things right. that could even come well, close to helping you get there. Examples I gave. Um, so for example, I was, we was talking to Craig a couple of days ago and we were talking about, let's see, we um, we're talking about doing a price increase. So that was like one of the levers we could pull. Uh, we, we had some revenue. We're not billing the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's another lever we can pull. Talking about increasing our sales team, we have uh, we hired like three more salespeople, and then there was um, something else we were doing. Uh, I don't remember what it was, but I was talking to Craig. I'm like, we have like three really big levers here. Like all three of these, if we if we do a really good job at all three of these, boom, really amplify yeah. it. But like all the examples I gave earlier about reducing churn, conversion rate, all these things are all little things. Like if I can move every one of those a little bit. And there's they usually, all add up. And there's usually not a silver bullet solution. So, all right. Um, and balance me, I talk about this specifically because a common excuse is I don't have time. Yeah. I don't have bandwidth. We don't have the people. Right. And that's where you get back into that whole, that this whole bit of, okay, you now have to figure out what you need to not do. So when I look at it across all three P's, you've got high value activities and you have low value activities right? Certain things, a high value activity is something that moves you towards your goal or helps support things that are getting the shit you want in and out of life. Low value activities are things like playing video games, getting drunk. Now I'm not saying you need to always, you know, I'm not suggesting prohibition, but you look at the things that are consistently on your calendar. And I, do you know that I actually have an app in the app store that you can download for free that will help you track this? Yeah. And I mean, I literally built this thing at my own expense to give away to the world. Cause what it does is it, it, you rank your own activities and you give it a score. And if it's a, if it's an eight, nine or a 10, it's green. If it's in the middle, it's a yellow. And if it's a low value activity, it's a red and it's intended to mm-hmm. help you determine where, 
you habitually are engaging in low value activities. And now what you do is you now engage in replacement. So you're saying, I, I see these spots. All right. So I could go play video games for 30 minutes right now, or I could learn how to speak French Yeah, or do whatever it is that you want to do. We, and those little bits and pieces of time, like 30 minutes a day over the course of a year is like 180 oh, hours. Yeah, that's Dude, a, that's a whole month of work. We have a poster around here somewhere in the office that says, uh, are you being busy or are you being productive? I threw it away. You probably did. I might have. Uh, like a, another, a friend of mine, um, a couple times now I've been around them and they kind of gloat about how busy their schedule is. And they show me their schedule like on their phone and every single hour of every single day is filled with something. And I sort of want to puke. Yeah. Cause I'm like, it's just like, you're just trying to keep yourself busy. But in some sense they were blocking off time. They're like, I'm going to work on social media for mm-hmm. this amount of time. Like I, they don't have a meeting with anybody else, but they're blocking off time so they can accomplish a goal. So for them, it was actually a way for them to accomplish a goal was by blocking off time right. and force the fact that it would happen. Right. But it really kind of made me sick to look at their calendar. I'm like, geez. And, and, you know, we talked about the elephant and the lions and doing all this thing. You look, any, anything occurs one step at a time. Yeah. And, and you, you know, really don't know what the like fifth or sixth. 10th, 20th step is going to be, but it, and, and then, okay. So we talked about reverse engineering, a top level goal, right. And you have all these levers or check boxes or anything. Look, when you're looking at all of them and none of those check boxes are full, I would, I think it's fair to say that just about anything you can put a check box in is a good place to start. Right. Yeah. Like just do something like I, I just got to make some progress, get some momentum, learn, Figure out what the next step is. Right. And as an entrepreneur, that's really all you can do is, okay, what is step one? I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to talk to some customers. I'm going to get some feedback. I'm going to figure out what step two, step two is. You have no idea what the hell step five is. Right. You, have, you know, it's well, one you, step at a time. But you technically can't get there without completing the first four. I mean, that's theoretically. Oh, when you get to step yeah. five, there will be a step six. And seven. And it eight. just keeps going. And then when you get to the top level goal, you should feel so good about it that you want to make more goals. And let's talk about that for a second. It's okay to, okay, I have trained myself mentally in this weird way to actually feel a sense of satisfaction and joy when I cross something off my to-do list. I just tell myself every time I'm like, it's that feedback I'm like, feels I'm, good. I'm like, Oh, that feels good. And you know what? If you believe in that case, if you believe the lie, it just might come true, but, but I'm okay. But, but I'm people, okay with that. But people also fall into that trap of they spend all their time doing these little tasks mm-hmm. that they, they feel good because they get these little things done, but they never get the big hard things done. Yeah. And now that's, you know, but that's also where you talk, why it's important. You talk about that sense of priority. Yeah. So, in your business, the things that have the highest priority should be revolved around gaining or retaining business, right? Um, the people that are there at your business, or things that could, or eliminating things that could threaten it, right? Yep. So it's easy, and you know, this is a is something that is defined. You know, what you choose to do is one thing, but what you choose not to do is defined as your opportunity cost. And I think it's a very valuable thing and not only in work, but in life. Like if I choose to stay late and work tonight, my opportunity cost is one less hour in that sweet spot where I know my kids are around. Is there a right answer or is there a wrong answer? It's really up to you to decide. 
because there's no like fiscal tie in to that. Well, there could be in that case, but it's really hard to gauge like what's the comparable value compared to your own personal time. But, you know, you got to start to look at what you're doing and how you're doing it and saying, is what I'm doing right now the best use of my time? We have this conversation a lot. Yeah. It's like, are you being busy or productive? Yeah. Like this is actually a pretty good use of my time right now because this is, I'm sure we're sharpening our own tools. I'm sharpening my saw. I know. It's already razor sharp too. It's like things like a freaking scalpel. Let's spin it faster. So, you know, really on our list here, we just discussed what we had denoted as break, you know, break your goal down and make it into little bite-sized pieces. And, you know, like, you know, some other things too, because I'm such a big, a big believer in the whole, uh, uh, replacement of low value, like your commute. Yeah. Like if you're listening to the, if you, if you listen to startup hustle podcast on your commute to and from work, I would commend you because we're here trying to bring people in that are going to tell you about what they know, or maybe we're trying to do the same. That's way better than just listening to music. Although sometimes that does serve its purpose as well, but your commute is a great opportunity. Like it, I try to call people if I have certain calls mm-hmm. I, need, I need to make or need to, or, or want to make. If I feel like I can push those off until my drive home, um, I do that. And I actually know a couple other people like Daryl and I do that a lot. It's not uncommon when I actually come to work on time. Who's Daryl? Is that your boyfriend? Yes. Uh, well, uh, maybe I did propose to him once <laughs> and then gave the ring to my wife. A little I don't judge. It's cool. Day. I know. Whatever your goals are, I'm in support of them. Thank you. And I appreciate that. So, you know, as we kind of get back to goals here, um, you know, talking about planning your first step and we have a, we have a note here, the journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. I mean, Nike says it, just do it. Like you got to get up and actually go. Um, a lot of, a lot of goal attainment is habit readjustment. It's changing the things like, do you have bad work habits that you catch yourself on? Sure. Yeah. I mean, just whatever they are, yep. you know, and, um, you have to be aware of them first. Well, that's tough sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's also tough sometimes too, when you're the boss, cause like the people always don't make you aware of them. Well, and sometimes you become very reactionary. You sit around and you're waiting for some fire to come up. What are you talking about? Wait like that. And it's like, like one of my employees is going to come to me today with some problem. I don't even know what's going to be yet, but, and then I'm going to work on that thing. You're ta- I was- so I'm not getting any real work done because I'm, I'm just kind of waiting for some other problem to come around. That's when I, I talk about uh, death by a thousand tiny cuts yeah. on some days. But, you know, another thing, too, is like, all right, so example, like we had scheduled uh, the podcast to start uh, recording at three o'clock today. And I was looking at I looked at the clock on my on my laptop and it said 252. And I thought, what can I get done in eight minutes? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's easy in that spot to just chill out or not do anything. Cause you're telling yourself, you're going, Oh, I've got, I've got the podcast in eight minutes. I'm going to coast until then. But you, were, the, you were sending selfies to Daryl. Yeah. And you for eight minutes, check your phone. Okay. I was actually sending, working on your Finsta. I was, no, I was, yes. I was sending you pictures <laughs> of Donnie Wahlberg with his shirt off from Ooh. the new kids on the block concert. Uh, the other night. Yeah. I've got hundreds, <laughs> hundreds. Um, well, well, so we talked about a good example of goals is always like weight loss, like, right? Like people want to lose 40 pounds and they freak out. They're like, I don't know how to lose 40 pounds. It's like start with lose three. one. Yeah. Or three or five. Yeah. And, and then keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Yep. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. You just got to start somewhere. And like we talked about earlier, like 
the only way to need an elephant is one bite at a time or find a really small elephant. Yeah, that's another one. I like that. Yeah. So you just got to keep going. And then once you get there, you just got to celebrate those goals um, and set the next goal. I think that's important. And, you know, we mentioned that earlier too, is like, it's okay to pat yourself on the back. Now, if your goal is to lose five pounds, don't celebrate by going out to the cheesecake factory and <laughs> taking the whole cake down, you know, like you don't get to like lose five, then gain two and then lose that's usually two the and way diets keep work. partying. That's the way diets work. Yeah. I don't think you figured this out yet. You know, so I think a lot of common, you know, what some of the most common goals I hear people talk about, uh, I want to make more money is, is big. Um, it usually uh, they're weight loss and fitness. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, that's hard. That's hard. Uh, you know, like, and for those, for those that want to do that, like it can be as simple, you know, you talk about literally planning that first step, like go out and walk around your neighborhood. Just walk around the block. Just walk around the block, man. Just take a walk. Let's go. Take a walk right now. Yeah. Let's go for a walk. Take a walk right yeah. now. Right now. Maybe. Let's wrap this up and okay, go for a on, walk. Hang on. <laughs> that is that is the best That's the most exercise the, you've gotten in a long time not true not true actually i i have been quite diligent about it now i have what i haven't been diligent about diligent about lately is the diet that i was on are you talking about how you sit around and watch your wife practice and work out for half marathons maybe god how about that but you know that's a, that was pretty incredible goal right that, there dude incredible goal. two hours two hours yeah i mean but but that took a lot of work and it took a lot of prep and then you know what Let, let's this is a good topic this is a good point congrats jill by the yeah, way no Hello. doubt i'm i'm so proud of her for big doing accomplishment that. I, dude i don't know i would i don't, she didn't even train that long for it i don't know how she did it but i can't believe it, you were there right with her Running that whole time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like in the golf cart with the little <laughs> megaphone. Like, come on, run faster. So, but this brings up a good point. So, one thing you don't know is, you know, she got really sick like 10 days before the race. Yeah. You know, she had the flu or something. It was like 10 to 14 days. And she was literally in bed for a couple days. Yeah. And that's, okay, those are moments where you can fuck it all up. Right. Because especially like. She could have quit. And that it, and it would have been hard because especially when you're sick and you're talking about doing something endurance related or whatever. And then, by the way, the one thing that you probably didn't even know about that race, do you know that it was in like really, really cold ass rain? No. It was like 48 degrees and raining the whole time. Like the They one, like the cold, but not the rain. She called me after the race and I said, how do you feel? She says, I'm freezing. Yeah. I was like, wow, I didn't even think about that. And, you know, you think it's hard to imagine that you could be cold while running 13 miles and some, cause I would probably, well. Uh, the, the 48 degrees was probably perfect. It was the rain. Could you run a mile right now without stopping? I could do it. Could you? Yeah. Are we going to, are we going to tape this? No. Okay. No, that we don't have enough room on the, on the car and the memory of my camera <laughs> to, to, to take us that far out. So, um, but you know, so I think that those are pivotal moments and goals too, because you're always going to have roadblocks. Anything that is, anything that is really worth doing is probably not easy. No. Easy. So when you look back at your history, what are some things that you had goals for that you won on? And did you have anything you can look back at that you failed on? Oh man. I don't know. I mean, I've had a lot of different business goals. 
I mean, okay. So I look back at one, like I had a goal to buy a house at one point. I did that at a pretty early age and then I kept buying houses and then I made some money off buying houses and then I lost it all in the real estate bubble. I'm not one of those people that's extremely goal oriented that sits around and makes his own personal goals. So I'm like in the middle. I mean, I, I definitely have goals, but I find myself being guilty of kind of stepping away from them. You know, another thing too is, is, uh, well, consistently reviewing them. Like you were talking about, why are we so different with the things that we're willing to do diligently and insist upon in our business, but yet we aren't so personally. Yeah. Well, like you just laid out a really detailed plan for the, the goals of your business, the review of them, the tracking of their success. Oh, that's a lot. That's failure. my team, not me. It, it it's is the team. Yeah, okay. So you team. can't take any credit for that. Not really. No, you're just a passenger. In yep. There. Okay. I told them figure out how we're going to get this shit done. Do you want me to make your goals personally? Sure. It might not hurt. Would you actually try for I, I did have one goal and it was learning to speak Cebuano. How's that going? It's going pretty good. I haven't learned much in the last couple months. You actually keep working on that. And you, and you know, we, <laughs> I, okay. For those that have been diligent enough listeners, I forfeited the speaking bee <laughs> from when we were in Cebu and we were trying to learn how to speak. Was that, were we learning Cebuano or were we learning Tagalog? It was Cebuano. Okay. It was Visaya. Yeah. That tells you how much I know because yeah, it, it was Cibuano. a, it was a total failure. I came out, I have not learned a single word since, you know, but do you know why I quit? Because everybody speaks English. I spent enough time in Cebu and I was like, yeah. wow, everybody speaks English here. So, well, let's do this. Let's set a goal. What goal, what's a goal that you have? You say you want to lose 10 pounds? I want to run a 5k. Okay. I know it doesn't sound like much of an accomplishment, but I sure was does. talking to Camille. Yeah. Who works uh, for who, us. Who does triathlon. And she does 5Ks like they're a uh, walk in the park. Yeah. Yeah. She does many triathlon it's sprints three miles. or whatever they're called. It's three miles. So I was talking to her and I'm like, you know what? Let's do a 5K. I've never done one. So that's my goal. I think we're going to do one in like four weeks. Okay. So you are? You're going to yeah, train for I, one and do one in four weeks? Four weeks. I could see that. You better get moving though. Literally. Yeah. Moving. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, that's what? Three miles? Three miles. Three miles. Something, I think 3.1. Something like, are you going to get a sticker for the back of your car that says yeah. 3.1? <laughs> <laughs> I was giving Jill a hard time about that. I was like, please don't be a sticker person. She's like, what do you mean? She, did, she didn't really enjoy it when I asked her why she didn't run the other half of the marathon. Let her get a sticker that says 13.1. Yeah. And then go white out the one. So it says 3.1. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, okay. So, man, what are, you know, it's funny. Like this is, you know, we're sitting here talking about goals and like, you know, trying to share expertise and we're here going, what are goals? I want to sell my house. It's another goal. I want to buy your house. Okay, that, there perfect. you go. There you go. There you go. Perfect. Two for one. I love it. You know what? And now, Dude, you got a pretty nice house, so I'm going to get back to work. All right. See you, man. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Startup Hustle with Matt DeCarsi and Matt Watson. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit startuphustle.xyz. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on Startup Hustle.